You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. This podcast doesn't always single out specific episodes of TV series for study, but every now and then, as if by fate, the cosmic forces align to bring a story so perfect to our professional attention. I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for December 27th. And it's on this day in 1979, TV audiences took a trip with Buck Rogers on a cruise ship to the stars. We've touched on Buck Rogers in the 25th century before, Glenn Larson's NBC follow-up after the early cancellation of Battlestar Galactica. By design, Buck had a lighter touch than Galactica. It was part space cops, part fish-out-of-water story, part light comedy, all wrapped up with sci-fi hardware, disco fashions, and chest hair. Lots and lots of chest hair. On the men, just to be clear. While Buck had taken on a few high-adventure stories in the first half of its debut season, it had also hewed closely to the trends of the day. Over at ABC, The Love Boat was a ratings titan, so why not mix the best of both worlds with a Buck Rogers adventure on a cruise? A space cruise. The story has Buck assigned to guard a special passenger on the Lyran Queen galactic liner. She is Miss Cosmos, and has been the target of an attack by a mysterious woman after her prized genetics. See, in the future, it's not just jewels that thieves are after. It's the DNA of the Quadrant's most genetically perfect woman. The thief, though, is not all she seems. She's a transmute, a shapeshifter who is sometimes the fragile and kind Allison, and at other times the villainous, powerful Sabrina. Allison mostly has no idea of her alter ego, only disorienting flashes of memory. Sabrina, meanwhile, hates her docile form, and would rather stay in her evil persona forever. Buck takes a protective interest in Allison in addition to his duties protecting Miss Cosmos, and finds himself and an undercover Wilma Deering in the crosshairs of the plot. Cruise Ship to the Stars is credited to Michael Bryant and Corey Applebaum, and neither of those are the writer's real names. In real life, they are Alan Brennert and Ann Collins, and both have multiple additional credits ranging from Nancy Drew to L.A. Law to Star Trek Enterprise. The guest stars are going by their real names, though, and in the roles of Allison and Sabrina are Kimberly Beck and Trisha Noble, respectively. The ship's captain is played by notable Hollywood veteran Brett Halsey, and in the smaller but critical role of Miss Cosmos is Dorothy Stratton, who would meet a tragic end less than a year later. Like many shows of the era, this one makes use of the stock of sound effects, computer banks, and other props that showed up where anything futuristic was needed. New among them, though, is a fork that uses anti-gravity technology to lift food from a plate to a diner's mouth. It's a quick bit of reverse film editing, but it's still a futuristic fork in space. The episode also introduces a new impressive spacecraft, the cruise ship itself which would get a slight makeover and the starring role as The Searcher in the second season of Buck Rogers. While the episode never takes itself seriously, with two disco dance sequences and a romantic subplot featuring diminutive robot Twiki and his mechanical paramour, it does offer us some provocative questions for viewers in the 21st century to ponder. Like, why would a robot be programmed to have a libido? 
Haven't they figured out cloning by the 25th century? How many comebacks did Disco make in 500 years? Did fabrics other than spandex exist in the future? Who came up with the space font used on all of the printing everywhere in the future? We may never have satisfactory answers to these questions, but we do have the satisfaction of being able to repeatedly enjoy all of Buck's disco-era space adventures these days on home video and streaming. So sit down with a plate of brightly colored food cubes and a space fork and enjoy the adventure. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for December 27th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.